Takes a tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. He walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Hello and welcome into the week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. This week on the program, we're joined by Hawaii head coach Todd Grant to break down the Rainbow Warriors' crazy victory over Colorado State in Week 12 action and look ahead to their final regular season matchup against Wyoming. And UNLV color commentator Caleb Herring stops by to talk about the Rebels' pair of wins on the year and the future of the UNLV program. The Mountain West Championship game will be played on December 4th at the home stadium of the divisional champion with the highest regular season win percentage in conference games. And heading into the final week of the regular season this weekend, there are still plenty of possibilities for either division champion in the Mountain West. Try to keep up because there are currently five teams total alive for both division titles, with only one of them controlling their own destiny in Week 13 play. The crazier of the possibilities is in the Mountain Division, with three teams still active for the division title, including Utah State, Boise State, and Air Force. The Utah State Aggies can clinch the division with a win on the road at New Mexico and a loss by Boise State, who have a tough road matchup themselves against nationally ranked San Diego State. If the Broncos are able to take down the Aztecs and Air Force falls to UNLV at home, Boise State would claim the Mountain Division Championship. And the craziest options include Air Force, who would come out on top of the three remaining teams if they, Boise State, and Utah State were all victorious in Week 13, creating a three-way tie. With a Falcon win and a Utah State loss, though, Air Force would come out on top of the pile in the Mountain Division. The West Division is a little more clear-cut when it comes to total possibilities this weekend, with just Fresno State and San Diego State remaining in the running for the division championship. San Diego State's chances are as simple as they get. Win against Boise State, who can also win their division, and the Aztecs are in. Fresno State needs a victory on the road against San Jose State on Thursday night and an Aztec loss the next day to claim a berth in the Mountain West Championship game. News and notes from around the Mountain West Conference include San Diego State ascending in the college football playoff rankings. The Aztecs coming out as the number 21 ranked team in the country by the CFP rankings released on Tuesday. The weekly awards around the Mountain West were announced on Monday morning and featured a mix of past winners and a pair of first-time selections. The Offensive Player of the Week around the Mountain West is Air Force running back DeAndre Hughes. In Air Force's triple overtime victory at Nevada, Hughes recorded career highs in rushing attempts with 23, rushing yards with 221, and rushing touchdowns with two. His 221 rushing yards are the most by a Falcon since 2018. Hawaii junior linebacker Darius Muasau was able to claim his second career Defensive Player of the Week award around the conference. In Hawaii's victory over Colorado State, he recorded a team-high 13 tackles, including two and a half for a loss, a pair of sacks, and three forced fumbles, the most of any FBS defender in the 2021 season. Cameron Stone out of Wyoming was the Mountain West's special teams player of the week. In the win over Utah State, Stone returned a kickoff 99 yards for a touchdown in the first quarter to give Wyoming a 14-7 lead. The 99-yard return was the second longest in program history, trailing only a 100-yard kickoff return by Sonny Jones versus Colorado College all the way back in 1948. And it's the second Freshman of the Week award for Jack Howell of Colorado State. The freshman defensive back out of Chandler, Arizona, led the Rams with a career-high 11 tackles, all of which were solo stops, including one tackle for a loss. 
We'll rehash all the action from last weekend when we return. It's the Week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it right here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor. But don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Before we dive further into the Week 13 slate, let's take a look at the week that was Week 12 in the Mountain West Conference. There were a pair of Friday night matchups, both in Nevada in Week 12 action, with the San Diego State Aztecs defeating the UNLV Rebels by a tight 28-20 score in a win that propelled the Aztecs to the number 21 rank in the CFP poll. Second and 10 at the 24, back, back, back. Now throwing long downfield, now in the end zone, now touchdown, Aztecs! He does come up big in big plays and showtime. Ted Leitner on extra 1360 in San Diego. The Air Force Falcons improved their record to 8-3 last week with a thrilling triple overtime victory over Nevada in a game that eliminated the Wolfpack from West Division Championship contention. Nevada from the three-yard line. They need to get it in. Strong to throw, end zone, fires up, incomplete, and the ball game is over, and the Falcons win it in triple overtime, 41-39. to That was Jim Arthur on the Air Force Sports Network from Learfield. Saturday got started in Week 12 in Logan, Utah, as the Wyoming Cowboys were able to ride a strong rushing attack and a pair of big plays through the air to a 44-17 win over the Utah State Aggies. Here's Dave Walsh from Learfield on the call. First down at the Utah State 40-yard line. Out of the shotgun, Williams has time, wants it all. Man wide open. This is caught by Nayor. He's in the end zone. That's a touchdown, Cowboys. 
Boise State was able to blank the New Mexico Lobos in a 37-0 decision that kept the Broncos' Mountain Division championship hopes alive. Surprising stats from the matchup include two punt blocks from the Broncos and only 146 yards passing from Hank Bachmeyer in the win, 56 of them on this touchdown to Khalil Shakir. Bachmeyer, to his left. Again, he's a downfield. This time he has Shakir. 56 yards, zeros on the clock, and Boise State tacks on to close out the first half. Audio courtesy of FS1. And the late game from Hawaii in Week 12 did not disappoint, culminating in a 50-45 win for Hawaii over Colorado State in front of their home fans to keep the Rainbow Warriors' bowl eligibility chances still alive and kicking. Cordero's back to pass. He's looking. He's uncorking one. He's looking for Nick Mardner. Touchdown, Hawaii! That's Bobby Curran on the call from ESPN Honolulu. Hawaii head coach Todd Graham hops on after these words from your local station. This is Andy Avalos, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. We'll be back with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Brady Hoke, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to this week in the Mountain West. Welcome back to the week 13 edition of this week in the Mountain West. In the highest scoring and craziest game of the Mountain West's Week 12 schedule, Hawaii was able to outlast the Colorado State Rams in a back-and-forth 50-45 win in their final home game of the year. And we're joined now on this week in the Mountain West by Hawaii head coach Todd Graham. And coach, first and foremost, congratulations on the win. As you were entering that matchup against the Rams on a three-game skid, what kind of a message did you send the team during the week of practice leading up to that game? Because they were amped, they were ready to go from start to finish. Yeah, I think I think they were frustrated and ready to get back out and get it right. I mean, we'd obviously lost some games that some close games that we really you know should have won and then we beat ourselves turning the football over in some games and so our message was hey just clean it up let's let's go to work and then obviously we're playing for our seniors and and uh you know we came out and and we're very explosive offensively and really for the most part other than the last uh you know few minutes of the game uh you know played you know really good on in all three phases so uh, and, and it gets a very good football team and so it was a uh, it was a big win for us, especially on senior night for our players. And now moving on to the Rainbow Warrior Hardware, junior linebacker Darius Musau was named as the Mountain West Defensive Player of the Week, recorded 13 tackles and forced three fumbles in the win, which is the most of any FBS player this year. What about his style of play allows him to be so effective in different parts of both the passing and the run game on the defensive side? Well, our defensive guys and Darius being a catalyst for us uh, are just really have, have great football intellect. And these guys are very smart, prepare very well. And he's just a playmaker. He's a guy that just loves the game. He plays the game the way it's supposed to be played uh, with unbelievable intensity and passion. And uh, he's gifted naturally. He's, he's, a, he's gifted in attacking the football. And, uh, man, I mean, he's he was all over the field and, uh, you know, made some – he's been that way. He's been a – a mainstay for us and we take great pride you know i think we're second in the nation and getting takeaways one of the first or second scoring touchdowns on defense and so our guys on defense take great pride in getting that football and so that's something that uh you know he and Corey bethley 
really set the standard for us when it comes to that. And, and so that's, that's one of the things that is a great sign about where we are in building the culture. These, these, these are great young men. They have great character. They're very disciplined. Uh, and as we build this program, we've laid the, the foundation for what it takes to win championships, and that's to have a championship culture. And, you know, to me, the University of Hawaii, Darius, is, epitomizes what I want our program to be, man. He's a young man that excels in the classroom, in the community. He loves this community. He loves representing this university in this state. And, man, he does it with an unbelievable passion passion physicality and toughness and so he's a special young man i love i love watching him play you know i love designing uh, the system and the scheme to to let him do his thing we're joined on this week in the mountain west by hawaii head coach todd graham and coach you've been doing this a long time how can you take the momentum from a game like that into your final game of, of the regular season coming up this weekend uh, yeah I, th- I think it's more that that we executed uh you know what we were trying to do with more discipline i think that's what's you know has hurt us you know offensively throughout the years just execution beating ourselves putting the ball in jeopardy turning the football over has been the thing it's been the the thing that's 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 uh, hurt us especially in close football games and you know we've been we've been able to beat and we beat fresno with who was a ranked team uh we we had uh went to the last drive on 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 san jose san diego state i mean you know, almost every one of the games in the Mountain West go down to the last drive. And so, you know, when, when you when you turn the football over and you make uh, mental mistakes that cause negative plays, that's, that's the difference. And so I think, you know, us eliminating that, we really took a giant step forward as a football team and, and uh, really played our best football uh, game uh, against Colorado State. And, Coach, you end the regular season this week in Laramie by taking on Wyoming in just one of two Mountain West games being played this upcoming Saturday uh, without giving away too much of the game plan and the scouting report give us a brief summation of the cowboys what can we expect in the matchup this weekend well they are they are obviously a very very physical football team a very well coached football team which is very you know every, this this league has got some great coaches uh i think uh wyoming and their coaching staff sets the standard uh, they're going to be very very well coached fundamentally they're going to be very physical on, up front on both sides of the football and they're not going to beat themselves so we've got to take care of the football uh, we got to not give up cheap ones. Uh, their running back, I think, is as good a running back as there is in this league. Uh, and they have a team of them uh, that are really good. And then, obviously, the re- wide receiving core is, it, is very explosive. And they exploded. They're coming off their biggest game offensively. We're coming off our biggest game. And so uh, it's going to be a come down to the team that wins the turnover battle and wins the physicality up front. So one's going to win. So a lot of respect for them. Obviously, traveling on the road, and we're playing for bowl eligibility to go to bowl games. So it's it, the, these guys that are are here these seniors have been to three bowls and and uh you know obviously are hungry to do a fourth one so we got to figure out a way to get a win should be one of the more exciting games in week 13 of mountain west action a big thank you to hawaii head coach todd graham coach thank you so much for stopping by you bet when we return on this week in the mountain west we'll be joined by unlv color commentator and former rebel quarterback caleb herring don't go anywhere you're tuned in to the mountain west radio network this is coach todd graham head coach of the rainbow warriors We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this time. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. 
The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor. But don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Blake Anderson, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Next up on the Week 13 edition is former UNLV quarterback and current Rebel color commentator on ESPN 1100 Las Vegas, Caleb Herring. And Caleb, I want to rewind before we get too deep into it to Weeks 10 and 11 in this season and recap the Rebels' two wins so far on the year. They were entering into the New Mexico game in Week 10, having not won a game in a season and a half under second-year head coach Marcus Arroyo. And not only did they defeat the Lobos on the road, they followed it up with a home win over Hawaii the very next week. What's been the biggest difference between those two games and the rest of the schedule for the Rebels thus far? Well, I think the main difference is the growth, I think, of of guys that were thrust into action due to injuries early in the season. You see those guys starting to kind of find their role and find their place um, in game time action. And because of that, some of the winning and critical situations like third downs and and late in the fourth quarter, uh, they were more accustomed to the situation that they were put in. I think they executed game plans at a higher clip in those games. And and this is a team, although their la- their first win came 10 games into the season, this is a team that was very close in, in a lot of ball games and, and uh, is, is what I would call a good football team, although that seems kind of strange to say with a team with the record that they have. They've been very close all season long. And just a couple of plays here, a couple of plays there have really been the difference all season. And for whatever reason, it finally clicked for the guys that were out there on the field that day against New Mexico um, on the road. And they were able to put the things together to get the win in the end. And I think that was uh, – an important win in the building of a program, like you said, just a year and a half under Marcus Arroyo. Getting that first win under their belt gave them the experience not only in playing time but of how to win. And there, there's something to um, winning football. It's an intangible quality that I think winning teams have to develop over time. And once you experience it once, you, you kind of know what to duplicate. And they did that in the following week against Hawaii in what is now an official rivalry game with a, with a trophy at stake back at home. So they've got a road win and a home win strung back to get back to back. So it was a big a couple of weeks for UNOV as a program to take those steps and get that first win under the belt. And I think they now realize what it takes to win. And like I said, those critical situations, third downs, red zones, defensive stands, those things that matter um, down the stretch are what they're learning to execute now. 
And one of the biggest strengths for Marcus Arroyo coming in, UNLV knew it was going to be recruiting. He's managed to recruit a top three class in the Mountain West in each of his two seasons in Las Vegas. What does the future talent for this program look like as a whole, and how excited should UNLV fans be? I think they should be really excited. I think a lot of the key contributing members of this program this year, if you look at it, are are underclassmen. And I think they're guys that are going to develop along with some of the, the new talented recruits that Marcus Arroyo has been able to accumulate in his first couple of seasons. So there's there's every reason to be excited. And the fact that they've been competitive, like I said, this season and, and most of their wins, um, they've been within a touchdown or, or at least one possession of being on top of those games. So they're competing now, even though the record doesn't show. They're a competitive team. As they grow together, the chemistry on the field increases, the maturity and the you know just the overall strength of the, the roster will increase. And then you add good recruiting class over good recruiting class to the mix. And then with the state-of-the-art facilities at, at, at the Fatita Football Complex, they're able to develop their talent at a level that they weren't able to in, in past seasons. So I think Coach Roya has set the playing field and set the foundations, really, for what will be a successful program turnaround. And who's to say where that success leads, how, what the ceiling is. But I'm telling you right now, from the things that we see from some of the young talent on this team, um, guys like Cameron Frill and Doug Brumfield, who are freshmen essentially at quarterback, and Noah Williams in the back end and on, on defense, Jacoby Women at linebacker, who's been a standout all season long for this defense, those guys are going to be around for a couple of years in this Rebel program, and they're they're good cornerstones to build around. And Coach Arroyo is doing, a, I think, a good job on the recruiting trail at, at finding complementary pieces to his roster to build depth uh, and build sustained success at the program. And lastly, Caleb, from the far future, if you will, taking a step back to the near future, the Rebels end the regular season against Air Force this weekend at the Academy on Friday night. Uh, what's going to be something to keep an eye on in that game, Air Force coming into the matchup with the top rushing offense in the entire country? Yeah, I think uh, it's been you know story history how Air Force Tech can run the ball effectively. They've done it year in and year out. Um, the triple option football is, is something that's hard to practice against, especially in this day and age when essentially nobody's doing it anymore. It's all a passing league. So preparing for Air Force is always a tough opponent. Um, San, uh, UNLV has fortunately had some experience with a, a similar style of offense in the triple option with New Mexico. But what you can expect to see is UNLV having a little bit more experience with it, but still just a step slower defensively than they're accustomed to being. I think there's a lot more thinking involved. And as I mentioned with the youth of the football team and guys maybe not being exposed to Air Force as much as you normally would with a couple of seasons under your belt, the speed of that triple option, you can't simulate in practice. So look for the Rebels to have a tougher time adjusting and, and getting that defense on track defending against Air Force. Um, but I think it's definitely going to be a good game. The Rebels are not afraid of a physical style of football, and I think they showed that against San Diego State and at times against other top-ranked opponents this season. They're not afraid of the physical battle. So they'll be up for that challenge. It's just going to be a matter if they can lock in with their eye discipline and, and really slow down the triple option of the Air Force and, and get them out of their run game. Maybe get them behind the chains a little bit so they can try to throw the ball. And we know that's not Air Force's forte, but um, if that's the formula to beat them, that's what the Rebels will have to do. And hopefully they're able to do it for their final game and, and end on a winning note. A big thank you to former UNLV quarterback and current Rebel color commentator Caleb Herring for stopping by the Week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. We'll preview the entire schedule around the conference after these words from your local station. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Danny Gonzalez, head coach of the University of New Mexico Lobos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. 
Back with our final segment on This Week in the Mountain West, set to take a look at the Week 13 slate of action around the conference. It's a rather unique schedule in the final week of the regular season, with the leadoff game taking place at 12.30 Pacific on Thanksgiving Day, three games on Friday afternoon and evening, and a whopping two games on Saturday to wrap up the 2021 Mountain West regular season. Fresno State looks to keep their West Division Championship hopes alive as they travel to take on in-state rival San Jose State, who themselves are looking to become bowl eligible with the win. In a matinee 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time kickoff on Thanksgiving Day, you can watch it on FS1 while you eat your turkey. The Friday slate starts early at 9 a.m. Pacific as the 21st-ranked San Diego State Aztecs trying to lock up the West Division and a chance to host the conference championship game on December 4th as they welcome in Boise State, who needs a win and an Air Force loss to claim the top spot in the Mountain Division. CBS has the national telecast of the matchup. That game will be immediately followed by Utah State and New Mexico doing battle from Albuquerque at 11 a.m. Mountain Time on FS1. Remember, the Aggies need a win and a Boise State loss at San Diego State to win the Mountain Division regular season title. Air Force enters their final game of the regular season with an 8-3 record and the nation's top rushing offense with an average of 324 yards per game on the ground. UNLV looks for their third win of the year on the road as they are tasked with stopping the Falcon ground game in a matchup that kicks off at 1.30 Mountain Time on CBS Sports. Hawaii and Wyoming begin the pair of Saturday matchups around the Mountain West at 1 p.m. Mountain Time from Laramie. A win for Wyoming and they're going bowling after this matchup. TV coverage available on Spectrum and the Team One Sports app. And in the final game of the regular season around the Mountain West, a high-flying matchup is expected between the Nevada Wolfpack and the Colorado State Rams, who will do it up from Fort Collins. 7 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff for the 2021 finale on CBS Sports Network. That'll do it for the Week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of the show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page and on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West. I'm Matt Neverett. Enjoy the final week of the regular season around the Mountain West Conference. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.